What's poppin' y'all? Thank you for tuning in with the Saved Loud and Bougie podcast. I'm your host, Nelly G, and here is where we talk everything real, raw, and transparent about living for Christ and how much work it takes to actually, and I mean actually, shy away from our old selves and to walk boldly in who God called us to be. Now, whether you are a non-believer or crazy on fire for God, let this be a place of no shame or judgment, just imperfect people willing to or are serving a perfect God. So where do I even start? I, my journey did it started in your typical cliche way right you know I grew up in church um I I had that parent like specifically my mom I had my mom she was that type of parent that was like okay Sunday morning come you getting up you gonna get ready for church you gonna go to Sunday school and we gonna be in this this how four hour service. First of all, that was crazy, mom. If you watching this, why would you four hours? Five hours is crazy. I'm telling y'all, we would be in church at ten o'clock in the morning. Service start at ten thirty or eleven. We coming out of church at three, close to four o'clock. It's crazy. Anyways, you know what, mom? I got a bone to pick with you when when I'm when I'm done filming this podcast because Lord, Lord knows. But anyways, <laughs> I grew up in church, okay? I was that that church girl, right? Um church happened to be the, the same place where I met my best friend, um, who I'm still friends with till this day. I think like what, 20, 20 years now? But friends were like 19 20 years now which is crazy um we met each other when we were like two years old in preschool anyway that's a little side note um but my journey started off you know growing growing up in church so I knew all the basics I knew all the bible stories well not all but most of the bible stories um my it just it wasn't (laughs) it Y'all yeah, trying to find the right words. Church was wasn't something that I was so fully connected to back then. Um, it was more so like a chore. It was, you know, it was like, okay, Sunday morning, it's like, okay, I'm dragging my feet, gotta get ready, I gotta get up and get ready for church and this, that, and the third, because if I don't go, my mama gonna whoop me. And and that was that. You know, that's what it was. That's what church was for me back then. And I'm pretty sure some of y'all can relate. Okay. Um, and so that's that's really pretty much where the journey started as far as, you know, faith and, and my um my walk with, with God. It didn't start off well. Like I said, it was something that I felt forced to not forced to do. I'm not gonna do my mama like that, but it it didn't feel I didn't have like a solid connection or a firm foundation back then um when it came to church. Okay? Let let's just start there. Um but I started kind of grasping certain concepts and different different things that people would talk about as far as like topics like like you know, not, you know, not being of the world, being set apart and carrying yourself differently from everyone else. Um, I followed that for a long time. And it wasn't until I was 12 years old where I made the decision. Yes, me. I intentionally made the decision to get baptized. So I got baptized at 12 years old. And that's really where it went. It went hard. OK, it it was hard. After that point, it wasn't the easiest thing, okay? Um, yeah. <laughs> like, it wasn't the easiest thing um, after that point. It was kind of like, okay, I got baptized, now what? Like, how, what am I supposed to do after this point? I, I feel, it felt, it almost felt like all eyes were on me, you know? Because it's like, okay, 
she's she got baptized now and everyone's looking at me to do the right thing at the right time at all times and it was a lot of pressure it was and little old me I didn't really understand how how big of a deal it was I mean I knew it was a big deal of course but I didn't really understand how big of a deal it was until after the fact and um like I said it felt like it, it was a lot of pressure afterwards even though I knew what I was doing I was aware of how of how of how big of a promise and how big of a commitment that was to God um and to myself and um so I went throughout 12 years old how what, what grade are you in you're in like like it's like middle school right like sixth grade so um went throughout middle school that's when I I what they call it broke out okay that's when I all hell broke loose oh my gosh that's when my whole like me coming into myself started and I y'all y'all gonna be ashamed of me once I say this but it was after it was like about about a year after that's when I really started like doing my own thing okay you feel me like my my mind wasn't on God I was too busy trying to fit in which wasn't easy for me either I was so different from everybody else um I always felt that way but I never really understood why um it was hard for me to make friends at one point and I don't know I just felt weird I felt like an outcast for most of my my younger years I don't I don't know why like I just it it was always so hard even no matter how hard I tried to do things to fit in with the other kids it was just always like okay it's not enough (laughs) you're not welcome right and so it was like that for a long time and um I remember it came to a point where I just stopped really trying to fit in, right? And I kind of sunk into this little, my little box, right? I, I call it my little box because that's what it felt like I put myself in. I wasn't I wasn't interested in making friends anymore. Um, I found myself isolating myself from other from other kids um because it, it was just like dang no matter how hard I tried it was like it just wasn't good enough and um that's I can say that's when like the bullying really started happening yes yes yeah girl was bullied in middle school yes yeah she was and um it, it growing up in New York y'all Brooklyn to be exact right you know you gotta have thick skin right like you growing up in a city like that in a place like that in a school like that um you gotta have thick skin right so although I was getting you know picked on little little cracking jokes especially because y'all side note I had a gap right I had this fat gap in the in the front of my (laughs) y'all don't laugh at me I had a gap growing up right and when I was younger, it was cute. It was cute to some people. Oh, you got to look at me. But listen, the older I got, I was like, mom, take me to get braces now. I'm not joking with you. Like now, because I'm, listen, I'm on my 13th reason. <laughs> like take me to get braces right now or I'm ending it all. Like that's literally how it was for me back then. And because I was so tired of getting picked on about it. And then on top of that, I had a big forehead. Like, I had a big head. The way my mom used to dress me going to school, y'all, treachery. Treachery. Mom, I'm coming for you after this podcast. Like, the treachery. Them, it was them, them high waters. Y'all, <laughs> my mama did me so dirty for the school. Oh, my God. Y'all. Listen, this is why I don't show nobody my pictures from middle school. Because it was crazy. Why would you dress me like that? Like, why would you? Them pants was not doing it, bro. 
them pants, them high waters. And then I had the pumas. Y'all know I'm a long poop. Y'all. <laughs> y'all. Y'all. If you see me in middle school. I'm not even going to say what I want to say. <laughs> like, anyways, moving on. <laughs> um, It just, it wasn't. And then I wonder why I didn't fit in. But it it was hard. It was hard because I was getting picked on. And I was like this young, troubled person um, in middle school. And it was just, ugh, everything. It just felt like my whole world was was crumbling down. Poor me. Um, I'm laughing now. But back then, I was just like, I was one of those kids. I was like, turn around and do it. Like, I was like that. <laughs> yeah. Like I y'all 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 listen I'm a, I'm gonna make my little jokes but y'all back then if you knew the type of mentality that I had you'd be scared okay like I was I didn't want no type of friendship with nobody I was the one that was ducked off in the corner and it wasn't until seventh grade where I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to come out of my shell just a little bit. You know, this was around the time where I straightened my hair. I started straightening my hair. I started, you know, dressing like a little girly girl. I was like, you know, I'm going to step out of my box. I'm going to be me. I'm going to do me, right? And um, seventh grade was where my mentality started shifting just a little bit. And that's when I kind of found my way back to God. I was doing praise dance in church. I was on the choir. Um, and I was like, you know what? I have no nothing to prove to anybody else but God, right? That's where my identity is. That's who I'm, I'm, I'm God's, right? My personality, my identity lies solely in him. So I didn't have, I, I knew then that I didn't have to prove myself to anybody else. So I started riding my own wave. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm riding this train. If you're going to hop on, you hop on. If not, cool. <laughs> choo, choo, okay. I'm going to be on my way. Right? And so that's where it was. That's where that's where I like to say Nelly was born, right? Like, that's where I was just like, all right, you know, I'm doing my own thing. I don't care about y'all. <laughs> Sam, I don't care about y'all. I got God. I'm good. I'm just straight. And... So eighth grade came along and, you know, this was where, you know, everything started changing. Um, my parents got a divorce um, around this time. And no, my parents were divorced. They were. My parents got divorced when I was, I think, like sixth grade. Yeah. Um, but it didn't. I feel like it didn't really like quite hit me that much until we were ready to move um to Florida so I moved to Florida um around like 15 right and so that's where like my whole world was just like upside down and um it was weird it was a weird experience because I was so used to this place right I was born and raised in New York knew every little crease and crevice I knew all the streets I was just getting used to my, my nice little road names and, and memorizing different bus stops and train stops and different <laughs> and you know and then all of a sudden it's like oh yep we're moving <laughs> I'm like oh okay cool um um at the time it wasn't cool I was very highly upset I'm talking about I was on the plane with it like I'm crying on the plane like while we're flying to Florida I'm like yo turn this plane back around like I do not want to be here I do not want to come to Florida why am I why am I here why are we here and I kind of was a little upset with my mom for a little while I'd say for you know for bringing bringing us to, to Florida like why would you do that why would you take me out of my home and do that and so that's where it was that's that's where that's starting high school starting high school y'all and um started high school and it just wasn't it wasn't ugh, it wasn't the best thing either right and I say that to say um that once again I fell off from from God 
right? Um, we were we weren't even like in church for a little bit because we were, you know, when you move to a new place, you gotta try to find a new home church and this, that, and the third. And we weren't in one for for a while um, before we started going back to one. And um, I don't know, it was just so weird. Like it was just so weird. We moved um, to a home, and it just we moved into like my mom finally got her first house um and it just it was it was a lot of a lot of different things happening I'm I'm sorry I'm just like thinking about all the different things that happened around that time and um low-key I'm starting to realize like wow that is why my mental was so crazy back then because it was a lot of stuff that was happening and um a lot of things that affected my my mental and um it was it was moving to a new place moving to a new environment moving to a new school meet like meeting and like you know trying to make friends with new people and new curriculum it was it was a lot of different things and it was like okay moving to high school is a different thing but moving to a high school in a different state was a whole nother ball game and um slowly but surely I got used to it like I said I was like the quiet girl um freshman year like I was that quiet girl didn't really talk to anybody like that um I didn't you know like I, I would say hi and bye and stand the third and you know whatever whatever but it just I was that shy girl I was timid I didn't really talk to anyone like that and then you know I made I met my very first friend her name was Leanne. Shout out Lily. Shout out Leanne. I know she hates when I call her that, but shout out Leanne. That's my very first friend that I met in high school or made in high school. And um, yeah, as far as my walk with God, like I said, it was just very, it was like uneven. Like the playing field was just very uneven. Um, it was one minute where I'm just like, I'm praying. I'm praying to God and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I got this. I, I, I'll pray before I go to school. And then when I get to school, I'm this whole different person. I'm like, yeah, you know, cussing and all that stuff. Yes, I'm not afraid to say it. Yes, I messed up. I was cussing. I was I was listening to this, that, and the third. Whoa, who was I? I was listening to a lot of secular music. Let's just start there. I was listening to a lot of secular music. I It was like I was doing it because I wanted to fit in. That was mainly where my downfall truly lied as far as my walk with Christ. Like, it was a lot of me trying to do things to fit in. And obviously it didn't work out. It didn't It didn't work out. Um, I was, I was being fake to myself. I was being fake to myself. I was worried that if I were to sit and talk about God or, you know, listen to my gospel music and this, that, and the third, that people would judge me. I was, y'all, I was ashamed of God. I was, I was ashamed of God. I was. Wow, that's crazy. Wow. I, I really was ashamed of God. And I didn't realize that until later on in life. But I, I didn't realize that then. Um, but looking back on it, yeah, I definitely did a lot to to draw the attention away from my religion for when it came to, to other people. Certain principles I stood on, some principles I didn't. And um, anyways, fast forward you know, high school, you you get into a lot. You're growing into yourself. You're a lot of hormone changes and this, that, and the third. You know, you're just learning about what you like, what you don't like. And a lot of different changes happening in high school. High school was where I got my first boyfriend, right? High school, I got involved in a lot of different curriculums that I never thought I'd be involved in a day in my life. Um, even if I sucked at it, it yeah high school was was a lot okay and my journey with God was was a roller coaster along with it 
because I feel like most of my most of the challenges that I had in my life came from school. It was from high school. And of course, it was, you know, things at home. But school was really what altered my my brain chemistry a lot. And as far as, you know, who I wanted to be, what I was trying to accomplish, where I wanted to go. It was a lot of different influential things, <laughs> for lack of a better word, that happened in high school. And um, I was too busy trying to find myself. I wasn't focused on God. I wasn't. I wasn't focused on God at all. And um, afterwards... Um, throughout that like relationship that I was talking about earlier, um, I kind of felt, I fell off with a lot of my principles that I held so close to my, to my heart. You know, I was like, you know, I'm not going to do this and this and that, um, because of my religion, I'm going to go, I have to do Bible study. I'm going to church. I'm doing this, that, and third. And I didn't stand on most of it. The longer I stayed or the longer that I, I was in that relationship, I, I realized that a lot of my my um my principles and like my morals slowly was just like mm, <laughs> mm, slowly deteriorating and um yeah that's that's where it started that's really what started the whole like okay far from god thing that that's what started it and um it wasn't until after getting out of that relationship where I decided to, again, do my own thing. I wanted to do my own thing. I didn't want to feel the pressure of, you know, feeling wrong for living my life the way I wanted to live my life. I wanted to go. I wanted to, to get tattoos. I wanted to do this, that, and the third. I wanted to partake in, you know, sneaky link culture. I wanted to do a lot of that. You know, I was like, oh, girl, I'm single. I'm single. I could do this, that, and the third. Yeah. And not feel no type of consequence. God said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got something for you. And so that's that's where it started. My journey started with God shaking me up. And saying, you know what, you need to humble yourself because this is not the woman that I'm trying to, this is not who I created. This is not the person I intended you to be. You need to relax yourself. That is literally what God was trying to get me to do the whole time. But he knew that in order for me to, to do that, I had to be put in a place where I was able to hear his voice clearly. And it wasn't that for me for a long time, especially being in a relationship and being in a relationship that consumed my my mental. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it definitely. It consumed me, you know, what I'm saying I even I put the person before God, I put a lot of things before God and God was like, OK, well, um, <laughs> hun. Um, I'm gonna take it away. I'm gonna, I'm gonna remove it. And I remember like, even before, you know, going to college or like starting college, I remember I was in like a low place. I was in a very, very dark, low place. And I just felt, I just felt so alone. I remember constantly telling my friends, telling my partner at the time, I was like, yo, like, I just, I just feel so, so alone. And I just don't know what it was. It felt like I was missing something or it felt like something was wrong, but I just couldn't put my finger on it. But I knew that it, I just felt alone. And it was up here, though. It was all up here. And it was a feeling that I couldn't shake. It was almost like I had a void that and it was like I'm, I'm using I have I have a partner. I have a boyfriend I have family, I have this, that, and the third, I have school, I'm, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. Why do I still feel empty? What, what is wrong? Like, what is, what is it? What is it that I'm missing? What was it? And I remember one night I was driving home from work. It was like 11 o'clock at night. I was late. Driving home from work is raining 
pouring this in it through. And I just felt like, I just felt like this overwhelming wave of sadness that came over me. And I started crying. I started crying. I broke down and I was like, God, I need to talk to you. And it felt so weird saying that because I haven't said those words in a long time. And this was when I when my family had more had moved to Port St. Lucie. And this was like right before my transition and, you know, in moving um, and going to a different college. And I was still in a relationship at this time. And something was just like, pray. You you have to pray. Like, I don't know what it is, but you, Janelle, you have to sit down and you have to pray. You have to talk to God. And so I did. So I sat down and I talked to God and I was like, God, this is me. I'm driving too. I'm like, God, I don't know what you're trying to tell me. I don't know what's going on with me right now. I don't know why I feel this overwhelming emptiness right now or why I feel so alone. But God, I need you to to talk to me. I need to hear from you. I need to hear from you, God. Like, let me know something real quick. Like, if there's people in my life that is hindering me from going to the next level, that is hindering me from this elevation, from my purpose, from my journey, from, from, from your will for my life, remove them take them out of my life y'all when i tell you god be responding to that prayer so quick it's not even funny i'm convinced that's god's favorite prayer all he want to know is oh you said remove them bet and it was done it was done i kid you not i kid you not i and my partner and i we broke up like at the time we broke up like two weeks later literally like and I was like, and it was crazy. I prayed about, I was like, yo, I was like, God, like reveal to me, you know, bring things to the light. Like if there's something that you want me to see, if da, da, da. and y'all, I'm sitting here praying this prayer and I'm like, yo, like God, if there's people in my life, I don't care how close they are to me. I don't care about history. I don't care about none of that. Remove them. Take them out my life. Yo, when I tell you God responded with the quickness, it's not funny. Y'all, <laughs> Side note, if you are going to pray that prayer, be prepared for what is what God is going to do for you afterwards. Be prepared for the changes. And it's going to be scary and it's not to scare you. It's going to feel scary, but it's like God is doing this for a reason and you have to be able to sit and trust and rely on God like fully. Rely on God after the fact. Like during and after the fact. And I low-key failed to, like, kind of failed to do that. Because after it, after the break, I was like, yo, God, I want to talk my helm. Like, I was like, yo, like, chill. Like, what we doing right now? Like, God, what you doing? What you doing, G? Like, bitch, oh, what you doing? Like, hey, I, I want to talk my helm. But, um, <laughs> y'all. But it, it it took it took like a couple of days afterwards. I was like, you know what? I prayed for this. So what am I tripping about for real? <laughs> like, I prayed about this. And I remember talking to my best friend. And I was like, best friend, like, what am I doing now? Like, what, what am I supposed to do? And she's like, girl, you just got to trust God. You just got to trust God. This is God's way of getting you to the next level. But he knows that in order for that to happen, you have to cut out those distractions. You have to remove anything that is going to hinder you from from reaching where you need to go. It had to happen. And after she said that, I was like, you're right. Like, it sucks, but it's like, you're right. Like, I'm be straight. And so I was I was good and I moved to a different city I moved to um moved to Orlando um I wasn't planning on starting school right away I started around like spring semester and um so I had a few months to myself to be able to just like you know get my mind right 
it wasn't enough but I was like you know what I'm, I'm gonna get my mind right I'm gonna get my money right be working and you know this I was just taking it as a new opportunity to be able to um, focus on myself to be able to focus on God because I knew that's exactly what I was supposed to be supposed to be doing emphasis on the supposed to be and um <laughs> it finally happened right and um I remember moving into my apartment and my mom had like moved uh she moved me she well she helped move me into my very first apartment and I remember that night that first night alone y'all after my mom dipped like she helped me out she bought me some groceries woo 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 I'm just like yeah want no apartment you know you know I'm I'm hype living by myself now i don't got no no loud toxic household sorry um i don't got nothing to to bother me i don't got no i don't gotta you know what i'm saying yeah i don't gotta i don't gotta answer to nobody i'm good i'm by myself and then i was like wait i'm by myself <laughs> i was like wait y'all i'm by myself gang what do i do and the loneliness started to hit me, dog. It started to hit me. Oh my gosh. And oh my gosh. Y'all, that is so sad. And I remember, like, after closing the door after my mom left, right? I remember this moment so vividly. Like the moment after your parent leaves, after they move you in. Y'all know what I'm talking about. The 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 moment after your parent leaves. After moving you in and it's like you turn around and you, you got your hands on your hip like, all right, um, so I'm supposed to be an adult right now. <laughs> like I'm supposed to, <laughs> I got to pay bills, I got to pay rent, I got to, okay, <laughs> I can do this. I can do this. I'm good. I'm straight. And um, so that walk back to the bed, to the mattress on, no, to the, to, to, what is it? The air mattress on the bed, on the floor was crazy. And because I didn't have no furniture yet. <laughs> I didn't have no furniture yet. Don't laugh at me. I didn't have no furniture yet. And I remember I was like doing my, my, my nighttime routine. I'm getting ready for bed. And after I was done, I was like, all right, so I'm going to go. I'm going to go lay down. I'm going to go to sleep. I lay down. Right. I'm like chilling. I'm like this. I'm laying down chilling. And. Mind you, I had no TV yet, so I'm talking about it's dark. I have my little my little night light. I have nothing yet. Furniture wasn't about to come in for another couple months, and um, I was like, "Yo, I was still for like a, a few minutes, right? And it was like nothing, like no sound, no distraction." No screaming, no yelling, no, no, no arguing with anybody. Like that stillness, that silence, that peace that I felt, y'all, I had to cry. Like I cried. I did. I did. I had to I had to let it out. I was like, yo, I remember I prayed for this dog. Like I, I, I sat and I remember praying for this. I was like, God, please bring me to a place where I feel at ease, where I feel at peace, where I don't feel like I have to constantly fight to be heard or anything like that. But and I was brought to my own place. And I had to, and I'm sitting there and I'm laying and I'm like crying. I'm like, God, thank you. Thank you for this peace. <laughs> Y'all, I haven't felt peace like that in so long. I'm about to cry. <laughs> I haven't felt peace like that in so long, y'all. Like, no, it was, oh my gosh. Like there was no yelling. There was nothing. But just, I just hear the cars passing by. And it was just like, you, it was so quiet, you could hear a pin drop. Like, man. And I remember, I was like, so, I remember talking to God. I'm just like, so God, what, what do I do now? 
Like, what what do you want me to do? And I remember this was like one of the first times where I heard I was able to hear him clearly. And he was like, I needed you to be in a place where you were able to audibly hear me when I'm able when I'm ready to speak to you. You couldn't be in that environment anymore. You couldn't be around that person anymore, around those people anymore, because they were cutting out my time. I needed you to be alone. When you're around them, you're not able to hear me. When you're in this place, you're not able to hear me. But now you can. So now I'm able to do what I need to do in you. The, the work that I need to do in you, I'm able to do it now. You finally have time for me. Y'all. <laughs> wow. So that's that's where the journey began. When I first moved into my own place and I was by myself. And that's that's what it was, y'all. That's what it was. And and it's no it's no other way to like simplify it for anyone to be able to understand. It's something that you simply have to experience to understand how how much of a peace that I had when I was able to to finally hear God again. Like I, I and I mean so clearly hear God again like knowing that everything all the hurt all the pain all the disappointment that I've experienced wasn't going to go in vain that he was doing it for a reason that there's purpose in that pain that there was truth in that disappointment that there was joy in that sorrow I had to go through that. I needed that. Because truth be told, had I not went through that, I would not be here today talking to you like this. I would not be able to sit here and have a testimony. Y'all, the amount of things that God has delivered me from. (laughs) What? Y'all. If you don't know God, <laughs> you should know him. Y'all, come on. Y'all. It's a lot. It's a lot of. Mm, it's a beautiful thing when you're able to. To hear God. To talk to God. To hear from God. Like it's it's a beautiful thing. It is. And I pray each and every single one of you. Get to experience that. Y'all. But um. Anyways. So. It was it was a lot that. That happened after that point on too. Because it was like okay. It was one thing being by myself. Being alone. And being um, in an isolation period or isolation season um, during that time. And this was like the beginning of 2022. And um, I moved again into a different a different apartment, um, this time closer to my college. And, um, you know, that's where all the fun began. <laughs> I met a few friends um, I met some new people. I got a new job. A lot of things I felt was like falling in line or falling in place for me. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. And um, at the beginning, it was good. It was good. I was I was up and I was moving. I was I was going to the gym again. Y'all, I dropped y'all. I dropped 35 pounds, y'all. I was 165. I was 165. Y'all. That's crazy. 
that is crazy. I dropped 30, no, 30 to 35 pounds is between there. But I am now in the 130s. I am now in the 130s. And of course, my weight fluctuates because, you know, whatever. But y'all, I went back, I went back to the gym. I started working out. I'm talking about weightlifting. I'm doing all the things that the girlies do now. I started feeling like myself again. It felt, and it felt great. I was going to, to, different functions I'm not gonna say parties I'm not gonna say clubs I was going to functions places I wasn't supposed to be at but I was doing I was doing those things because it was bringing me you know I was feeling like myself again and this again at that point I fell off again and I was like oh, it doesn't end it doesn't end I fell off again from God and I was this time I was completely blind to it. I'm not going to lie to you. I was completely oblivious to it. I was completely blind to it. And I was like, yo, this is what I want to do. I want to party. I want to go out to the club with the girlies. I want to dress up. I want to look cute. I want to get guys attentions. <laughs> I wanted to do that. I wanted to flirt. I wanted to date. I wanted to do this and the third that's what I want to do. And that's what I did. So that's what I did. And um, was it the right thing to do? No. Did it feel right in the moment? Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm being honest. Hey, on this podcast, we bought, we're we're all about being open and transparent. We're gonna be real. I told y'all this is the this is the realness. This is the rawness, the realness. I'm gonna let y'all know what is what is what. I wanted to do those things. I wanted to participate in hookup culture. And in the sneaky link, whatever, this and the third situation shit. Woo, 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 woo. I wanted to do that. And so your girl did like, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, stop it. Don't look at me like that. Stop. I don't like how y'all looking at me right now. I feel very judged. <laughs> don't look at me like that. But yes, 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 yes. Um. <sighs> Y'all, <laughs> when I tell y'all God was working on me, woo, um, yeah, so your girl was part of, of, of all of the above, <laughs> the, the drinking, the smoking, the, the things that shall not be named, yes, um, your girl was part of it for a little while, and, um, it wasn't for me, but I had to learn it the hard way, it wasn't for me. Um, it wasn't, it just wasn't for me. I don't, I, I've never really understood the, the, like the pleasure that people got from talking to multiple people at once or like giving yourself to multiple people, like people who aren't your, you know, your, your spouse. <laughs> um, I just never really understood that. And it wasn't until after the fact where I was just like, yeah, it's not for me. Um, I'm I'm a one guy kind of girl. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's not for me. I'm, I'm not for the streets. Um, <laughs> I, I'm a lover girl. I, I like the, you know, being, you know, kept. Um, I that's that's me. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And. It was after that fact, I'm living my life, mind you, all of this is happening and I'm living my life and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. And um, I remember at, at one point I tried to even get back to like talking with God or, you know, setting aside a, a time to be able to, you know, have free, free up some time for God. Right. Whether it be me doing a devotional or like, you know, writing in my journal using my Bible, like whether it be doing these things, I was like, you know what? I have to make time for God. And I I wrote it down in my little schedule and I was like, yes, I'm going to do it. And then it, it, it never happened. I would do everything else in that day. I would go to, the, I would wake up 6 a.m., go to the gym. I would come back, get ready for work, complete my 11 hour shift, come back, um, do everything under the sun, but spend time with God. I was prioritizing once again everything else over God. 
and it chewed me up because I I still even then I I felt like yeah you know like I'm I'm good but then I wasn't good like nighttime would come and I would still be angry about things that happened in my past I would still be upset about things that I've allowed to happen to me in my past I was still upset about my relationship with 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 my father, with my mother, with my sisters. I was still angry. But when the day came, I was like, I was like, you know what? It's good. I'm going to the gym. I'm mm, mm, lifting weights mm, and I'm good. But then nighttime will come again. And then I'm just like, ah, oh, man, I hate this person. Mm. And, and I would be so angry. I would be so angry. Is anyone did anything happen like that to any one of y'all? Any one of y'all like did that happen to you? Where it's like you're good during the day, you're good, and you swear up and down you're good, but then nighttime would come, or like you're in the you're in the shower, and <laughs> like you have the moment to yourself, and then that's when you start thinking about those scenarios, thinking about those experiences that set you off, and it's like dang like I should have did this I should have got my lick back I should have got this. I should have did this ah, ah, ah. and you started and you start going on and on and on and before I could have sworn I was good I thought I was healing I'm good I'm straight but then like I said when you get that moment by yourself that's when it hits you and then I was like "Ooh, I'm in trouble <laughs> I need to do some work because <laughs> it's not working and then sooner or later, I realized that those things that I was partaking in, you know, the hookup culture, the distant third, well, I started realizing that like talking to multiple people, dating multiple people, da, 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 I started realizing that those things were just a form of distraction. It was. I was doing that to distract myself and convince myself that I was OK, that life wasn't moving too fast for me, that everything is working out that I am healing that I am I have a great relationship with the people around me that I am genuine that I am not hurt that I am not disappointed that I don't feel betrayed that I don't feel like I could ever trust anyone again yeah I started pretending and where did that get me I'll answer nowhere <laughs> I didn't get anywhere with that. Every single thing that I was doing, even if it felt good in the moment, it felt good to lift those weights. It felt good to go to the gym and, and, and you know, get my nice little workout in. It felt good to work crazy hour shifts at, at work and get a whole bunch of money. And it felt good to to, to date those people and talk to different people. And, and this, that, it felt good to bask in the moment. But those people couldn't help me. Those things couldn't help me. I was still a wreck. I was still like fronting like nothing was going on for real. Y'all. None of those things helped to fill that void, that emptiness that I told y'all about earlier. Nothing worked the way God did for me. Nothing. There's nothing you can say to me to convince me otherwise. I am I am solely set on nothing in this world. Nothing in this world was better than what God can do for me, what God was doing for me, what he is doing for me. I was, it, there were all distractions. It was all a means to take away from the work that I had to do in myself. It was all a means to slow the process down hinder me from where God intended me to be and it's all cool you know you going to the club with your friends turning up drinking smoking I'm F-R-E yeah yeah I know it's all cool to be out here doing that 
But where's your mental at the end of the day? How you sleeping at night? How you getting along with other people? How you get along with your parents? Your sisters? People that hurt you? What's, how you treating your body? How you talking to other people? Where your heart at? Where's your heart? We still out here struggling. We swell up and down. We scrape. We're, we, you're not good, bro. You're not good. You're not good. And it's okay. It's okay to finally like admit that. It's okay to 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 tell God and and sit and just submit it all to him and say, "Yo, God, I don't know what I'm doing right now, but I just need your direction. I just need you to 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 let me know my next steps because God, you said in your word, my steps are ordered by you." So I just need you right now to let me know what I'm supposed to do. What exactly do you want me to to do? What, where exactly do you want me to go? Because I can't do this by myself. I can't do this alone. And so that's what it was for me. And thankfully, I have my best friend. I had my best friend at that time. And she was just like, girl, she was one of those people that were persistent with me. She was patient and she was persistent, y'all. When I tell y'all this girl was like, Janelle, this isn't you. <laughs> this isn't you, girl. I don't, you don't, you don't be out here doing everything that everybody else is doing. What, you smoke now? Janelle, you smoke. When was the last time you, girl, you do this? Girl, you, girl, who that man? Who's that man? yes that was my best friend best friend y'all I can't wait until you you hear from her but she was one of those people that intentionally brought me back to God like helped bring me back to God sometimes it just be a friend y'all when I tell y'all friend groups matter friend groups matter and she was she was a person that was like, you know what, Janelle, this isn't you. Like, I know you. I've known you for how many years? For over a decade. <laughs> and this isn't you. This isn't you. Get right, because this isn't you. And I remember at that time, I wasn't trying to hear all that. I was like, girl, I'm not here having fun. Excuse you. Got my hair, and I'm saying I'm out here talking to who I'm out here doing woo. My hair drinking, partying, smoking. Uh, uh. I was trying to hear all that. Talking about go back to God, girl. What you mean go back to God? It's time go back to God. It's time. I'm good. I'm straight. <laughs> I'm good. I'm girl. God know me. God love me. I'm straight, y'all. <laughs> And when it finally happened, when it finally, when that switch finally went off in my brain to like stop doing what I was doing, like out here doing for real, that's when I noticed a, a huge difference in my peace again. I felt that peace again. I was no longer giving access to people who didn't deserve it. I was no longer, you know, just doing what everyone else was doing as far as like going to clubs every other weekend and and smoking and partying and, and doing, talking to multiple people, multiple men and woo, woo, woo. And I just wasn't doing that no more. And I remember having a conversation with my best friend. I was like, best friend, what do I do? Like... You're saying, yeah, you know, go back to God, but how do I, you know, I feel like he mad at me right now. <laughs> I feel like God is mad at me right now. Like, I don't feel like he wants to hear from me. Like, I, I know I'm, I'm supposed to be his child. I'm his child. Nah, but what if he doesn't want to hear from me right now? What if everything that I've done is just too wrong 
what if I'm so far gone that God has like completely cut me off? And she was like, Janelle, the fact that you're asking that question should let you know that you are not far gone. You're never going to be so far from God to where he's like, he completely just forsakes you, doesn't want to talk to you, or he's mad at you. God wants you to come to him. God wants to hear from you. And so I started my journey again. <laughs> I wasn't lying when I said it was, a, it was a roller coaster. I started my journey again. And I was like, all right, God, you got me. <laughs> I can't run. I can't hide no more. Any, I can't do it. Any, like, I don't want to run. I don't want to hide anymore. And God, I fully commit to you. I submit to you in every which way. Take over my mind. Con- like take over my heart, take over every aspect of my life, continue to guide me, order my steps. Do that, God, because again, I cannot do this by myself. Anytime I try to do it off my own strength, it never works. It never works. So God, you take the lead. You take the wheel. (laughs) I'll stay over here. I'll be in a passenger seat. (laughs) You take the wheel, you steer, you drive. Because I can't do it. And y'all, once I finally made that commitment, that's when my whole life started changing again. (laughs) That's when my life started changing for real. And I went from a lot of people, a a huge misconception that a lot of I'm hearing we're seeing non-believers have is that once you go Once you become a Christian or like, you know, your life is going to be perfect. Like everything is going to work out for you because God is God is good. God is great. God, you know, is going to provide for you. God is going and he will do all those things. But you. He also said that there's going to be many trials and tribulations on this earth. But take heart because he overcame it. That doesn't mean that we're not going to go through challenges, different obstacles that we have to to face. We have to. Because evidently it makes us who we are. We learn from them and we're able to take those same things and teach others. That's the point. So. I, after me, like, completely submitting to God and, like, letting him take the wheel, that's when a lot of craziness started happening. Like, my car, my car started breaking down on me. A lot of things started happening to test my faith. (laughs) I was being tested. A lot of things started happening to test my faith. And... It it was it was hard because there was points in time where I just wanted to give up. I was like, God, what's happening right now? And, and you know, the things about my health started going crazy. Like, I don't know if it was the job. You no, know, it was the job that I was working at the time. I was working for Amazon. Um, I was a truck driver, and you know, it was a lot of. It took a lot of toll. It took a toll on my body. Right. And my body started shutting down. It was it got so bad to a point where I was in and out of hospitals. And um it was crazy. It was crazy. Like I thought everything was gonna be straight. No, no, like money started disappearing. Like, I promise you, I'll pay my rent and I'll pay different bills, and I'm just like, dang, I don't even got no food to eat. Like, I'm just, I I don't, what do I do? God, I thought you, you know what I'm saying? I thought you said, you got me. What's what's going on? (laughs) Like, hey, provider. Hey, what's going on? Like, I'm here, (laughs) your daughter. Like, um, come on, (laughs) provide. (laughs) Like, that's what it was. That's what it was for me, y'all. And I'm, (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm grateful. Looking back on it, yes, I'm so grateful that those things happened, that I was able to experience those things because it helped me to fully rely on God for everything. I didn't know sometimes, yes, and I'm going to tell y'all the truth. Sometimes I didn't know how I was going to pay my rent. I was like, mm, did y'all even pay me enough? I don't know for the pay rent anymore. But God provided a way and I was able to pay um, for my rent and this, that, and the third. And I was, it was a lot of things that was happening. My car, I think it was, it was like, what, $2,000 to, to, to repair what was going on? I think it was a transmission, something, something crazy like that. And, you know, folks came through, my fam, like my mom and my dad came through. Mind you, I didn't have a good relationship and you know around this time that's when he followed through he's like yeah i'll pay for it i'm like oh okay straight you know what i'm saying um okay <laughs> is this a, a a reconciliation i i, I see coming on uh, is this a nice little reunion coming on <laughs> but it, it was it was yes all those things started happening and um it was even a point where i didn't even know how i was going to pay for my tuition for school and it came down to the very last end of it, y'all. The very last, like, I'm talking about tuition was supposed to be due, like, it's supposed to be due in two days. And I have no idea where that money's going to come from. Because I thought my financial aid was going to cover it. Financial, said, financial aid said, nah. <laughs> no, ma'am. Not us. I, ask me if I know why. I don't, still to this day. And... I remember I remember sitting in that car before I made a phone call to to the dean. And I was like, God, if it's your will for me to continue to go to school, please, please provide a way, make a way for me to be able to do this, God, for me to be able to continue my education cuz Lord, I cannot I cannot drop out right now. Um I'm in the race and I'm 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 ugh, I'm almost there. Please. And, um, I was like, you know, I'm going to have faith. I'm going to have faith. I don't know how it's going to get paid for, but I know God is going to make a way. And literally made a look, uh, made a phone call to the Dean. And I was like, ma'am, I don't know what's going to go on. I don't know what's going to happen, but I have faith in God that something is going to, that I'm going to be able to go to school, that I'm going to be able to finish my degree. And, you know, I can't, I can't drop out of this. I'm, I'm so far. I, there's no way I'm going to, to just leave it alone. And I said, if this is God's, and this, this is me talking on the phone with the lady. I'm talking just like this. I'm like, if, if it's God's will for me to continue to go to school, then he'll make it happen. And you know what the lady said? She was like, because you have faith, I'll do something for you. Y'all, <laughs> what? She was like, yeah, because you have faith, I'll do something for you. She said, give me 30 minutes, I'll call you back, right? So I'm sitting there, I'm anxious, and I'm just like, God, God. 30 minutes later, I hear the phone ring. Da -da -da -da. Answer. She's like, yes, Miss Janelle? I said, yes, ma'am. She's like, um, yeah, it's all taken care of. Your tuition is paid. What you talking about my tuition? And I. <laughs> Y'all, I'm trying so hard not to cry. I'm like, what you talking about? My tuition is paid. Like, what, what do you mean? Like, it, what do you mean it's taken care of? It's it's paid. She's like, Janelle, don't worry about it. Just invite me to your graduation. And I was like, say less. Say less. I don't know what you did, this lady. But thank you. And I and immediately after I hung up, after, after I got off the phone with her, I started praising God. Y'all, I said, God, you are so awesome. You are so wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Y'all, you can't tell me God ain't re Come on. Come on. And it's not only just because of what he's done in that moment, but because of everything before that. Me having faith. In every little aspect of my life led up to that moment. You kidding? I got a nerd talking about my God ain't real. My God, ain't, my God is real. 
My God, real. <laughs> Best believe. So, y'all, it's so many different trials and tribulations that you're going to encounter. So many different obstacles. It's not going to automatically become easy once you, you know, say, I'm going to follow God. It don't work like that. It'd be cool if it did, but it didn't work. It don't work like that. And I just, I'm just so glad that I'm here to sit, to, to sit and talk to y'all about my journey. And, you know, as I go on, y'all will learn different, you know, more about different aspects. But this is just my testimony to y'all to just, to just give it over to God. And I know it's not going to be easy. It's not. I'm letting y'all know right now, based off of my testimony that I'm, uh, that I'm sharing with y'all today. It's not going to be a walk in the park. But when I tell y'all, all you have to do is lean on God, not on your own understanding. God doesn't, God doesn't adjust to what you want. God don't work on your time. What you want to do with your life. It's about what he wants for you. His will for your life. His purpose for your life. That's how it works. And I'm just encouraging each and every single one of y'all to just give it over to God. Have faith. And we're going to get into it. This is only the beginning. This is only the 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 start of the podcast. And this is this is my testimony, you know, and there's so much more. There's so much more that you guys will continue to learn, not only just about me, but just about God, about the the good book and um, just about living like, you know, we're going to talk about, you know what I'm saying? The culture, the thing, culture, and talking about relationships, and ooh, and dating, and we're gonna talk about that. It's gonna be juicy. <laughs> You're gonna talk about it, and I'm so excited. So, y'all, if you loved this, 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 my testimony, and if you loved this podcast episode, I'm probably gonna have to cut it into two parts because it's been an hour and twenty minutes so far. I'm probably gonna have to just cut it into two parts, but. Um, I thank each and every single one of you who are watching right now and who have tuned in. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm so lucky and I'm so not lucky. What? I'm so blessed, blessed to be sitting here and, um, to be able to share my testimony with y'all. So that is how I found God. Um, the journey is still continues. What Nipsey said, the marathon, What? Okay, <laughs> yay. So, yeah, I hope you liked it. <laughs> um, Like I said, there's so much more, Um, but you'll just have to stay tuned and, and find out and continue to, to tune in. Share with your friends, share with your auntie, your mom, your, your uncle, your sister, your brother, your niece, your nephew. Share with everybody. Um, And, uh, yeah, I thank y'all. I love y'all. And um, I'll have a better outro and intro next time, hopefully. <laughs> I'm working on it. But I'm just glad that you guys were able to tune in. So I love y'all. I know you don't you don't know me, but I love you. Just as God would. And um, yeah, have a blessed day or night whenever you're watching this or listening to this. And um, stay cute. <laughs> Bye.